0: Josie in the concrete, man. Well, poison, ivy, couldn't harm their skin. Well, heaven's gates won't let me in. But when I die, guarantee. They can calm down. Let's warm you around. Oh, so I can see.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my co-host sitting to my right, E-Man Bates. That would be
2: I, as well as the PIP, which is me.
1: And episode 44 today. Um, 44. That was some brand new exclusive shit. Well, not exclusive. It's a brand new single from uh, uh, Adventures with Vultures. friend of BB and POV. Yes, sir. So shout out to Matt Sauter and the boys. I like that new single. I'm glad that you guys... um, are not subscribing to the mold of making thirty-second songs, and you actually have a seven-minute song drop, and I think that's pretty
2: dope.
1: <laughs> I like the way that that song kind of layered too, because it's cool how like it starts off like the first half of it's like kind of slow and subdued, and then it picks and up it that picks guitar up, part yeah, and then it starts yeah. rocking. That shit's sweet. Um, a nice little progressive track there, but um, yeah. So, anyways, welcome to another episode of the show. Um, we are glad to be back. We got no guests again, so we can just. Uh, do our thing and talk music and shit on here um but before we get started oh, there's a couple birthday shout outs uh happy 72nd birthday to linda ronstadt aka my dad's crush from when he was a kid uh, <laughs> linda ronstadt's got i mean you've heard a million songs by her over the years um but she would be 70 or she is 72 today and then one of my, or one of the most interesting musicians I ever got like into, like learning about, um, died a long time ago when he was 23. But Ian Curtis from Joy Division uh, would be 63 today. Today is his really? birthday. Uh, yeah, he actually he died on my birthday um, seven years before I was born in 1980.
2: Uh, that's pretty wild, man.
1: Yep, yep. Um, yeah, he was. A, he's. If you've never seen the movie Control um i would go recommend checking out the movie control it's a um like a biopic movie about uh joy division and most specifically in curtis and he's just had a really interesting life i mean he was a musician who was also um epileptic so a lot of the shows and the lights from the shows would give him like massive seizures when he would finish playing or sometimes Ah, during the set yeah so um and that was um I think part of the reason that he ended up killing himself was the complications with that and then these two women that he was in love with. But um, anyways, yep, so uh, happy birthday to those guys. Um, and actually, if, I guess to relate it to back to Michigan music, Danny Brown has been very he- heavily influenced by uh, Joy Division over the year. His last album, Atrocity Exhibition, is actually a Joy Division song. So um, yeah, so there's a little fun fact for, that, uh, for you on that too. But um, how was your week, hey, man? What's going on with you, man?
2: Busy, man. Yeah, it's really busy. I, you know, I went to Rift Fest this past weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Went to 101. Yeah. Uh, who 101 is the one on one. Yeah. Who was the Who the main
2: ax there again? Or the you Shindown, saw? Uh, Seether. Mm. Uh, Michigan Boys. We got Pop Evil. Other Michigan Boys. Wilson. I feel like I've heard a few things about this Pop Evil yeah. group recently. Pop Evil's been pretty. Yeah, they're doing pretty well, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been cool. I've been hearing them for a while. Yeah. I was actually really excited to see him. Was uh, that out of DTE? Yeah, that was DTE.
1: Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I uh, went to a show myself. That was on Thursday. Um, every Thursday in the summertime, Ann Arbor, well, Bank of Ann Arbor, I should say, sponsors this Sonic Lunch concert series where they just put on free shows um, down at the corner of Liberty and Division across in Bar Louie down there. And uh, this Thursday, I went down by myself and watched Raylan Baxter perform. And... That was really really cool. Um, he he has like a really interesting sound. It's kind of like an indie rock thing, but I think I feel like it's a little bit heavier than in, most indie rock bands, I guess. But um, I really really enjoyed his set, and he's got a new EP coming out, um, I think, sometime soon. That is a tribute to Mac Miller, so it's a bunch of Mac Miller awesome. cover songs. So actually, I might pull one of those up and play it here in a minute because it's uh, he does a pretty cool version of uh, two thousand nine and what is what's the other one that he does um objects in the mirror i think um but anyways yeah so that was a lot of fun and then matthew mila from oh shit what's the name of the band that he's in um frontier ruckus uh opened up for him and then next week um i know you can't because you got to work during the day on thursdays but uh they're doing. They're shutting down Liberty Street and putting up the main stage. And Guster's performing next Thursday. So, that's awesome. So that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much how my week was. Um, aside from that, just been working, looking for houses and shit with you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got some prospects to check out tomorrow. Trying to move downtown and uh, get Got this podcast Detroit going for those listening yeah, out true. of state. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, did I did I ever mention? Uh, I forgot to. I can't remember if I did or not last week. My uncle Craig was like, "Give me a shout out on the show." Are we listen out. He's like, "Me and the family listen out here in Hawaii." Dude, I was really? like, "Hell oh, yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome. the shit." <laughs> so shout, shout out to Uncle heart. Craig. Um, I think I might have mentioned it last week. Aloha, show, but, you know who knows? Yeah, Aloha everyone out there. But. um... Yeah, so I guess we could probably get right into the beers because this thing is sitting in front of me looking tasty. It's not getting any colder. So,
2: um, no, it's been, it's been in my car for a hot second. <laughs> I will say hot second because it's like 90-something degrees outside. <laughs> Why don't you so, explain
1: yeah. to us what we got here
2: today? All right, so over from our friends at Atwater Brewing. Haven't said that name in a minute, but you know we still love you. Uh, we have the Purple Gang Pilsner. So it should be. Purple I'm expecting gang? like a Purple Gang. For those who are not familiar with the Purple Gang, it was actually a group of predominantly Jewish uh, members in Detroit uh, during like the bootlegger area really? uh, era. Yeah,
1: I had no idea about that. Yeah,
2: I uh, it was. um... It was like during like Prohibition era, where you know they do the bootleg. They actually had like speakeasies and stuff like that, where they smuggle booze and stuff like that. It right. Was during like the Al- it was like Al Capone and everybody like that. Yeah, around that era.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I um, uh,
2: want you. Smuggle booze, but yeah, uh, should be a light crisp pilsner. Usually, this has like pilsner malt in it. Uh, very, I'm expecting like some medium to high carbonation. Nice little, right. like, yeah, like I would say, nice like, medium body.
1: When you were talking Purple Gang, I thought you were talking this
2: on it all night man i'll <laughs> no it, not hey, purple hey, ribbon hey, all-stars you no although i'm, I'm it, always I'm down it, for I'm I'm it, down big boy there
1: you go yeah that's pretty awesome um but we're pulling that up since i was gonna play um something else during this but since i'm thinking about that Raylan baxter thing and the mac miller i haven't even showed it to you yet so i'll probably play that for um while we pour up these beers This is his version of
2: 2009 Which is off of The most recent Mac Miller it. album so It's
1: pretty good So here's a little bit of that While we pour up these beers
2: <laughs> Hi Nick
3: Just alright with me. Take it nice and easy. Took a flight to see me. Send you back home. Or with the lights to beam The whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's what winter's about. And sometimes I wish I took took a simpler route. Instead of being demons, that's as as big as my house. Have a ball with the dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they're kicking me out. well, ain't it funny, we can make a lot of money Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly I was, yeah, high and muddy Looking for what was looking for me, yeah Well, I don't need to lie no more no, no, All I do is shine, take breath and ease my mind And she don't cry no more me I get high, cause an angel wanna fly And I ain't asking why And I no more What's behind that door? And ask and ask me what I'm smiling for Well, because I've never been this high before It's like I, I never felt alive before I'd rather have my peace of mind and war See, me and you, we ain't that different I struck the fuck out and then I came back a swinging I take my time to finish I mind my business, a life ain't a life till you live it Well I was digging me a hole Big, big enough to bear my soul Way to the world, I gotta carry my own My own, with these arms I can carry you home I'm right here when you're scared and alone I ain't never in a hurry, you ever gotta worry When it's 7.30 and the time is running low when your heart gets cold See what's behind all the mountain stones And I'm a pro when I come to my job But I'm a really just a trying to start believing in God And when it gets hard I don't pun- I don't
2: even sound Well I need to lie
1: a little bit of uh
2: Raylan baxter's cover of 2009 i'm not um, a fan of it i'm gonna it out there right really oh, I'm not, i am not him, a bro. fan of it why i, I don't know maybe because i liked the original too much maybe be, i don't know he just seems like off on some shit they, i, I, don't I know, completely disagree I, just, I love that shit yeah i'm, I'm not not um, a fan
1: but anyways yeah that was uh Raylan baxter with um off his new upcoming mac miller tribute album good morning um that the uh, only songs that are out off that right now are 2009 and Objects in the Mirror, but it looks like he's got Small Worlds is on there, it's gonna be on there, We Brand Name, Cinderella, and Come Back to Earth, which I'm excited to hear the Come Back to Earth.
2: From. I'll, uh, I'm gonna run that through, yeah. I'll, I'll run it through the whole album just myself just to get my own feel for it, but mm-hmm. just off the rip, I'm not a fan of that. That's because you're obsessed with song. the
1: original song,
2: I'm not just obsessed with the original song, but. Yeah. I, I, i'm down for covers it's mm-hmm. just that particular song is like i don't know it just didn't hit it right for me it, it wasn't emotion wasn't really on par that's just me though yeah but i don't know, uh, I don't know. D-
1: agree to disagree however
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, i to give a shout out to all 26 of you guys watching right now
1: <laughs> 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 but um anyways yep so what do you or what do you think about the beer
2: you know it's actually a lot more bitter than i thought uh, yeah, it's coming in about 32 IBUs. I thought it was going to be like a more of like a light pilsner, like mm-hmm. kind of like say like something um, something like kind of crisp, which it still has that Christmas to it, like Christmas. That crispness mm-hmm. to it. But, you know, yeah, it's really it's really good like summer, especially cuz it's like 90 degrees out right now. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, like it, man. I don't,
1: I don't think it tastes that bitter at all to me. It tastes uh kind of light.
2: It's not like say IPA bitter by any right, means, guess, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's bitter for a pilsner. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to IPAs, so.
1: But no, I like this. I would definitely drink this again. It goes down smooth. What, what would you say the, uh, it's just like a normal beer, 4.8% alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Atwater's, uh, I always like the artwork on Atwater. At, that's really how Atwater gets me is the artwork. Yeah, Their the artwork Atwater. is always on point. Then Them in shorts is another one. always yeah. has his own on point artwork.
1: There's a guy, I can't remember if it's Atwater or what company it is. There's this dude that hangs out in downtown Plymouth here, uh, I see him every once in a while in the different bars, but he does the labels and artwork for, I forget, I want to say it was Atwater, but it might be something else. I, don't quote me on that, but. Um, yeah, no, I'd I'm definitely quoting you would, on it. I would definitely drink this again. Um, I like it a lot better than that coconut one we had a few weeks ago.
2: <laughs> don't hit on the coconut with, <laughs> uh, the, with the Ooga okay. Booga mask. Yeah, that one was <laughs> just okay. But uh, I loved the kombucha
1: beer last week. That was my shit. Oh, my God. Not, I didn't think I was going to like it, honestly. I thought it was going to be, like, real, like, Kind of like vinegar. So really oh,
2: do you really? Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot you had those still left over. Yo. It's expensive beer, but it is really that's why I'm not in a rush to drink it. it is <laughs> right. <beer. laughs>
1: but, anyways, I guess we get into um, our something old, something new this week. Um, I only had time to listen to one new album. There's a couple that I want to get to, but oh, I guess I could start with something old. Um for my something old this week, I went with Ben Harper's Diamonds on the Inside. Um i yeah, to look that up real quick, what year that came out. But it's probably my favorite uh, Ben Harper album. I th- it came out when I was like, I want to say like late or in middle school, or I mean, not middle school, high school, 2003. So yeah, it's been quite a while since it came out, but it's just such a good album. It's got like, I think uh, it was the first time that Ben Harper started to get like a little bit more experimental with like the music part of it because I feel like his albums previous to that were kind of more like stripped down like, acoustic guitar with him singing you know singer songwriter shit and this this album's got a lot of elements of funk in it and and um just a lot more instrumentation going on with like uh with the with his band actually you know what i can't say that it's my favorite one because i love or burn uh shit what the hell's the name of it now um Uh oh we got (laughs) a (laughs) retraction. i can't think of the name of the damn album burn to shine burn to shine is another amazing album by him but th- yeah, those two are probably my favorite, but um, I spent a lot of time listening to this one recently, and I found the CD that I had bought of it in high school, so I was bumping that in my car, because I still have a CD player in my car. It's crazy, though, how m- when you listen to a CD, you're like, damn, this sounds so much fucking better than an MP3, dude. Uh, the, s- the audio quality is so much better. But um yeah, so that's what I have for something old this week. What did you go with?
2: So in honor of me going to Riff Fest this past Saturday, mm-hmm. I uh I actually found a new found fandom, and I cannot say I'm a fan of Shine Down now. Mm. Like I've listened to them here and there, like on a what they call they play on Octane and yeah. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. like you know, I like get serious sometimes. Never really gone on my way to listen to them, but I decided to go with Leave a Whisper, okay, uh, two thousand three. Also uh, two thousand three, weird. All yeah. <laughs> <know>, right, yeah. <laughs> uh sauna really stuck out to me on this one 45 was like i think that was like the main thing oh like i know single. that song. Yeah, i yeah. remember
1: that song um the only reason I didn't really ever fuck with Down is because the only thing I knew by, by them was that Simple Man cover by Leonard Skinner,
2: and I absolutely fucking hate that cover of that song. <laughs> so, no, they pulled out it. a hell of a show. So, like, oh, I believe it. So they one thing where they just, like, the whole thing blacked out, and I was only maybe, like, ten rows behind. Uh-huh. So, you know, I can still see, you know, everything that's going on for the most part on stage while they're, like, prepping. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know how DT is? You have the lawn seats and yep. shit, so you can't see all the way back there. I didn't see anything. They all like spread out, maybe a hundred y- like a hundred yards away from each other, like in the crowd. Like, yeah. and played the rest of the set that way. Yeah, it was sick. Like, that's I don't know how sweet, the dude. fuck they had a whole drum set there and everything. That's like crazy. That. Yeah, that's was, pretty cool. wild. That is pretty. It's one of the coolest things I've seen live.
1: I tell you, man. Sometimes, like, you could be totally not into a band and then you see them live and you're just like whoa this is totally or you can add a
2: reverse thing. you can add an opposite effect too you could be you <laughs> <true>. some music <laughs> that's true and for you sure. see them live
1: but um no that's what happened for me with that twiddle show at electric forest over last week i just always like i had known a couple other songs like jam flow man and i never like was big into them i just thought like that one song was cool never cared much for his voice and then we saw him at Electric Forest, and I was like, "This is fucking unbelievably good." Like the guitar player was amazing; his voice was better live than it is on record, which is weird. Um, that happens. Yeah, it does happen sometimes, or maybe sometimes it just translates better live. You're just getting in the moment, so it just—I don't know—feels better. But um, yeah, so that definitely happens. So maybe I would give Shine Down a chance if I saw. Oh, dude, Shine Down was amazing. <laughs>
2: But, um... Damn, and I want to throw Pop Evil into that mix, too. Like, Michigan bands are just... Oh, they're from Michigan? Michi- Pop Evil's from Michigan, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool. Maybe that's why i had been hearing about them
2: lately. No. that was. I mean, that was another one from Is the show that just killed it. Is there
1: upstairs for them in the studio? It's a
2: good chance. Maybe
1: that's where I saw it. I swear there's, like, a Pop uh, Evil poster up in the we can, hallway we can. upstairs. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, so, um... That's cool that both of ours came out in 2003. I like that. Um... Didn't plan that. Yeah, did not plan that at <laughs> all. But as far as um, new albums, Muskegon this,
2: specifically. Oh shit, yeah. that was
1: pretty cool. Um, as far as new albums go, the only one that I've listened to so far that came out last Friday was the Big Crit album. Crit is here.
2: That was so and bad. it's so, <laughs> was good, so good, dude. It's so
1: good. I love it. um my The standout track that I'm actually going to play to close the podcast tonight because I just got so Spoiler into it. it at home is um, Addiction featuring Lil Wayne and Sweetie. That is a good that one. That song is so dope, dude. This just got such a sweet beat to it. And Lil Wayne, I tell you what, I haven't been a humongous fan of Lil Wayne over the last five-plus years, maybe ten years. I still like him, don't get me wrong, but like, just not as much as I used to, like Carter Two, Carter One, shit. Lil Wayne's but arguably then, a GOAT. He but. is for sure But like But every time He's featured on something He fucking murders it He just kills it Writer flick <laughs> <and then laughs> Dude He just murders this The uh, the addiction Shit And um, I really like the song Obvious on here With Rico Love it's Mississippi like the, um, was my favorite track Mississippi, personally. Went Mississippi my was jazz my favorite That, that shit's great Mississippi's dude. my favorite track on there That's a super dope song too I liked um, Yeah my standout tracks were Addiction Obvious with Rico Love Cause it's a cool like R&B sounding track Every time featuring Baby Rose. Uh J. Cole absolutely murders his verse on Prove It. That shit was crazy. Um I like Blue Flame Ballad because it's about strip clubs. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> um and then yeah, like you were saying, Mississippi is another super standout track. And it's um it's 19 tracks, about oh, an dude. hour long, dude. It's just it's awesome, man. Like it's a nineteen tracks is a lot, but if you keep it, I think if you keep your album between like forty five minutes and an hour, that's like my sweet spot. So like I think it's perfect. Um, Aside from that, though, the other albums that I want to listen to that I haven't yet was um, Blood Orange's new album, Angels Pulse. I did
2: listen to it.
1: Dev Hines is, (laughs) like, one of my favorite musicians. Like, I think he's just one of the most creative people in music. I, I honestly, like, compare him to Prince sometimes. I feel like he's, like, cut from that kind of cloth like he's like that good well not as i'm not saying he's as good as prince but <laughs> but i just That's think he's the closest thing we're gonna statement. get to having a prince like him or or janelle monet maybe um and then i eventually want to listen to Tyco. i don't know a bunch of his weather but some people have told me it's good so i would check that out i wouldn't mind checking out the 311 even though i don't have high hopes for it because their last few albums have been absolutely horrible but uh, i still want to listen to it because i'm always gonna be a fan and i've been hearing things about this banks chick um, I saw that pop up
2: on my thing just now.
1: A lot of people are telling me that her music is really good, so I would give that a shot. And then I also want to listen to Burner and Currency put out a joint that album. That was
2: real good, is dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, I haven't heard of that one
2: yet. Either. I haven't finished it, but it was pretty good. I haven't listened to Ed Sheeran album either. I kind of want to. I kind of want to hear it just because it's Ed Sheeran.
1: I'm sure I'll hear it in my mom's yeah. car at some point because yeah. my mom
2: fucking loves Ed Sheeran. So.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'll just wait till then. But uh, well, well, I know you probably listened to the – and you definitely listened to the Crit one and the
2: Blood Orange one. Did you got anything else out there? Uh, I listened to the Devin the Dude album, actually, too. Oh, shit. I didn't know yeah. the and you dropped Devin the Dude dropped an album out. Uh, give me one second. I am unprepared so I have to get this title. Is he Devin the Dude from Michigan, too? De- is he? Or maybe I made that up. Yeah, he is Michigan. Pontiac. Yeah, I thought so. Born in Pontiac. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Raised in Florida and Texas. Oh, right. uh, still rolling up some something to smoke to or something – Something to ride with, sorry. Still rolling up, something to ride with. Mm, that was a Devin new album. I
1: definitely want to uh, get to that for sure. I think Plate of Ramen Noodles is my favorite
2: track <laughs> on there. I, I love the name, and it's just like a really good vibe, like when you're driving and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, how I do most of my music listening to is if I'm in the gym these days or if I'm like in between, you know, stops at work and shit like that. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Like, he's, yeah, I always put something new on. Like, I haven't heard anything from Devin and Dude in a minute. You know, he's, he's one of those guys that's been on forever
1: joiner has got some new shit. Just popped up? Just popped up.
2: Um, But yeah, since
1: we're talking about new shit still, um, I wanted to briefly talk about it, then play her shit on here. Um, So Jermaine Dupree has pissed a lot of women off. Oh, shit. Here we go again. He uh, went on some talk show. I can't remember what talk show it was, but they were asking him about women in hip-hop, and he was saying how he thinks there is... um, Kind of like a a lack of diversity and women making like meaningful music. He's saying, trying to say that all women are doing is rapping about their ass and their tits. I mean, that. sex
2: does sell. He's
1: sex. He, well, yeah, and there's so many more women making music out there that are not doing that. It's as well. true. It's <laughs> like, true. It's However,
2: <laughs> I would go far to say he doesn't have. He doesn't make a. Uh, he actually makes a solid point. I think he makes an awful point. I think no, he's he makes, super he far makes off. a point in certain in certain aspects of it. Because the ones that really really get popular and everything like that has that sex sale. Think about like all the, the top female MCs over the years. Yeah, like the Trinas, the Little Kims, the you know, like uh, who was before that? Fucking Foxy. Yeah, but all those uh, girls, like,
1: but all those girls are doing is just owning their own sexuality. Dudes talk about fucking chicks all the time in hip hop, all the time. They still, but
2: <laughs> to to Jermaine Dupri's point. What was the content about? What do you mean? He was, saying, he was talking about what, like their asses and stuff like that. Yeah, but he's trying I to mean, that's say not that saying, that's not to the... say that's all they rap about. Not to say that by and for any sure. There's, means.
1: there's there's artists like No Name and Tierra Wack. Oh and yeah, and I mean, I'm Rhapsody not, and Rhapsody, and I won't, yeah, I won't you know, discredit like... them. They're all amazing. <laughs> And Young M.A., like, all these people are doing other shit besides just rapping about their ass and tits. I'm just
2: making a point. Yeah, I hear you. I'm making a solid argument that Jermaine Dupree might have been on to something. He might have just triggered some people to come actually come out. He kind of did, like, you know what? Hopefully... Hopefully, more people start doing doper shit. I see. I disagree because like, even hope the ones trigger like, that. I, I think it's totally good.
1: okay for girls to do that. I say do whatever you want, rap about whatever the fuck you want to rap about, and, and I, just because they've had a, a few songs like that, like not every Nicki Minaj song is about her ass or tits, not every Cardi B song is about her ass or tits. Just because they present themselves that way and kind of flaunt their how good looking they are doesn't really hold any weight to me about their the content or rapping skill. There is, I think, a lot more trash dude l- lyrics out there than there is women lyrics out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to
2: have to say, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, like, like I said, like you said, uh, your TOX, Rhapsody probably raps better than a half the men I, mm-hmm. like I've like i known in the mainstream. Probably most the men, you know? Like, Rhapsody's probably in, like, my top 10 of current MCs. But I'm just saying, to, to Jermaine Dupri's point, a lot of women get famous off of that. I mean, you, there, there's a lot of fucking Detroit women I can just name off the top of my head right now sure. that's doing the same shit. Well, that's what you The only that? reason
1: I do kind of like what he that he said that is because it sparked a lot of fucking women now to come out and just drop these fucking freestyles. That's why I'm Body saying That's exactly <laughs>
2: what to my that's exactly what I just said. Mm-hmm. He triggered some people to fucking put out some dope shit. Yeah. I and yes, one of those- and, and yeah, he he sparked the flame. Good. Yep. Shout out to you, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> I'm not gonna say shout out to
1: you. I think you're He's super out of shit. touch, but
2: um, <laughs> he I triggers some gonna- people. I hope that you know what? Yeah, I hope that comes out. I hope more people, like say like a Cardi B or something like that, start dropping more dope shit. I think Cardi B's been dropping dope shit. No, I mean like just I mean like bars, like flat She's out. Been dropping. She bars, has bro. been she has just yeah, she does drop bars, but nothing on the same playing field as you know like a lyricist lyricist. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's, what, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, but it, that's my point. Not
1: everyone has to be that way. But I don't know. It And the reason I brought that up, though, is most specifically because I wanted to play this uh, freestyle that Tierra Wack did and put on her Instagram, which is so ill. It's over Jay Z's beat, and she just fucking kills it. So here's a little bit of Tierra Wack. Let me make sure my shit's all the way turned up because I want everybody to hear it. Um, Yeah, here's Tierra Wack.
0: Yo, I was going to take a sip, but I ain't even thirsty It's summertime, man, my own son tried to burn me Niggas in brand new jersey Put a nigga in surgery, if he try to curb me You probably don't get it, that just shows you ain't worthy That's yes, unworthy. worthy, you would die for power, Charlie Murphy My own blood hating on me, and that shit hurts me Raises a have-not, Lord have mercy Trying to get a Miller like Percy That was weak, but if it's beef, we can meet like turkey Just called 12, now body on 1230 Laid out, you wearing cold shoes like they ain't played out Your man get you out, girl, you should've stayed out What's a challenge to a champion stand on my ground like a mannequin? You want to be a real man, but you're just a and panicky man. Vanish weak like like man, never speaking a man, never calling for help. But nobody's answering. Bless I woke up this morning, Anthony Hamilton. Yo, they hate to hear a girl rap. Quick to say that girl whack. Who the hottest in the world? is the girl whack. Your girl back. I'm a Grammy nominee. On a road to success. I've been trying to find a key. Millionaire in the year is what I'm trying to be. Hey, girl, you so fly. They like YMC and a YMCA and I'm listening to me. <laughs> so Men good, lie, fun. women lie, oh, lie. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm a ride. At the end of there. (laughs) Um, But,
1: yeah, so Wack put that out, and then there's some other girls. Big Crit just keeps posting all these, like, freestyles. The girls keep sending him over his beats, so I think that's pretty dope too. Um, But, yeah, so I don't know. I guess in a way it's a good thing because it's sparking a bunch of people to um – drop these dope freestyles and That's shit but i just literally. think jermaine dupree is super out of touch i also heard him try to say that he's more influential to atlanta hip-hop than outcast no. So no, 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 no 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 no
2: no 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 let me shut the, let no because i actually saw i listened to that uh that i watched it too no what do you call it on a uh, sway mm-hmm. no he didn't say he was more influential yes, he did no he didn't yes, he did. pull a clip up bro he up right didn't now. say more influential he yes, said he that did. he said that they t- Point blank ask him, do you think no, you're no. more influential
1: than Outkast in Atlanta hip-hop? And he said yes.
2: That's 100% what he does. No, Jermaine Dupri was talking about how Outkast left him out. He goes like, this is Atlanta speaking right now type deal. Jermaine when he's Dupri- saying like how he left out, like he was left out of it. That's what he was talking about. No, he didn't. Because I remember I listened, I watched that interview. Well, not watched, I listened to that interview because it was on our uh, way, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: You know, It was on uh, Hot 97, it was Ebro and them. Oh, oh yeah. there's
2: a Sway one where he cleans that up.
1: It literally says, Jermaine Dupree says he's more influential than Outkast. Oh, no. <laughs> let me let
2: me cross-reference that shit, bro, because there was a Sway one where he was talking about that. <laughs> new York and on the new Hot 97 Get that bias shit out of in here. The morning. Uh,
1: on Hot 97. I gotta find the other clip of it. Um, but yeah, so, and he was trying to talk about how he was trying to sign Outkast back in the day, but... Sorry, Jermaine Dupri, you're not more influential than Outkast. Never will he be. He never said he was. Yes, he,
2: dude, I'm telling you, they I'm literally you. asked him that point blank. You that might, question, you know what, you might, you, what, yes. you, know, you know what, you know what, you might be right on that aspect. However, I listened to the interview. I listened to on Sway. They asked I'm him about not the same about thing. On Sway. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it was a fucking retraction. He was like, okay, yeah, they left. He felt like he was left out of like the whole Atlanta influential scene when he was fighting the labels with so. When he came out with So So Deaf, he didn't have a major label backing him. It was just him. So when Outkast said something about this is Atlanta speaking right now at the some awards show, I forgot what it was. He goes, he felt left out of it.
1: <laughs> Actually, no, you're you're wrong on that too. Jermaine Dup- Dupree doubles down on his claim that he's more influential in, than Outkast in Atlanta. He said it again on a different show. <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know. He said it on Big Boy. He also said it on looks like The Breakfast Club and Hot 97. <laughs> Look
2: up the dates on that shit, bro.
1: This is literally the newest interview on Hot 97 that they have. This the is website. also
2: the newest interview on its way. What's your point? <laughs> anyway, we got we, we ain't got time for this shit right now. I think
1: this is still the whole...
2: Thing. Oh, nope. Here
1: here we go. Yeah, I, only, I can only get the... From New York okay. and on the... Um...
2: A 32 minute interview yeah, matter, yeah just like the clip we'll, we'll work on that one next week yeah we'll, we'll
1: try to find a yeah. little mini we'll right. for next week but um yeah i've never been a big fan of J- jermaine dupree anyways I've, I've never really liked him since uh he had like the whole thing with trying to talk shit about timberland and dr dre and eminem so he's never been a big fan of jd i know he's done a lot of cool shit as far as like uh, the label and everything and Yep, not for me. Give <laughs> a man his pride. I do, actually though, I get can't man his pride. I do will take back though, he was part of one of my favorite hip hop songs when I was a kid. Money ain't a thing with him and Jay Z was my shit. But
2: that was mostly by Jay Z. Give a Man his pride. <laughs> Don't fucking discredit Jermaine Dupri. He probably produced I'm not that discrediting shit. Discrediting
1: him. <laughs> I'm not discrediting him. I just think he's uh out of his fucking element with the comment stuff.
2: But um Okay. All right. Agree to disagree on that shit. All right. But, that's fine. However, Outkast is my favorite group of all time. But exactly. that's that. To my point, Jermaine Dupree is really fucking influential in Atlanta. Well, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I didn't say that. I'm just. saying. I won't say the most influential. More, more However, so in Outkast, you nuts. I'm not even gonna compare that shit, bro. Because I mean, you could even throw like say like fucking Gucci in that fucking shit if you want. Ti in that. Well, yeah, I would say like, you can even you can like you really can't say that. I would say Ti more so than Gucci.
1: As far as influential, but Gucci is everywhere. But Ti Ludacris, no yeah,
2: Ludacris. I mean, can, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people you can throw in that mix. Yeah, for sure you can. Fucking organized noise. Let's throw them in. Once we talk about Outcast yeah, for sure. yeah Dungeon Family. Um,
1: yeah, Killer Mike. Fucking Atlanta's is just insane. How many people have came out of that place for now? I'm gonna have another beer, dude. I haven't had two <laughs> podcasts in like forever. I'm hot. I'm on vacation right now, so why not? Um. But anyways, let's keep moving along. Um. Something that we can both agree on is pretty awesome. That I know that we will. Um. Kendrick Lamar just tied Eminem on the Billboard charts for the, um, the longest like running. Stay on the billboard charts, good, yeah. On uh, the mad- top
2: 200 charts, he was on there 353 consecutive weeks. I'm like, insane yeah. for good kid mad city. Yeah, which he ties is M&M's out, what, like 20, 2011
1: or something like that? 2013, 2012. I'm gonna say yeah, you might be right. No,
2: 2013. 2013.
1: That's insane. Um, I guess the only one before that was Eminem with the m&m show that was on there for that long. Um, so that's nuts. I didn't even know people were still streaming. Like he's had what three
2: albums since then, <laughs> the fact that that one's the still September Butterfly
1: <laughs> and uh, Damn. Well,
2: if you yeah, want, if you like want to include Untitled Mastered, you yeah. can too. And then the Black Panther shit, soundtrack, Black we Panther can do that too, as well. Right. Oh shit, well, you were right. 2012, October 22nd, 2012. That
1: was your, you guessed
2: 2012? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said 2012, 2013. So oh, same yeah, ballpark yeah, shit, right, but yep. whatever.
1: Um, no, I think that's super cool though. Good for Kendrick Lamar. He deserves that shit. Um I, I'm ready for him to like come out of the woodwork though and fuck up the game and drop another album because he's been pretty quiet like as far as solo music goes since Damn, um, which I guess is not that long ago. But no, two years ago. What two years ago? Two seven years seven, ago. Seven, two seven years seven ago. Like um, but yeah, so there was that. Um, I guess that's all I had on the music topics today, unless you had anything. Oh, there was an article that has like some new music releases that it was saying to check out. So I was gonna pull this article up. Um, it was a article from uproar that said all the best new music from this week that you need to hear. It's got Ed Sheeran's project on there. Little Nas, I guess there's a Little Nas X remix. Another one. There's I a couple. There's Cyrus, one with Young. Thug was it one and Young fuck Yeah, <laughs> Mason Ramsey's on it. That's the Walmart fucking
2: yodeler kid. Yep. <laughs> yes, hilarious. hilarious. Little Nas X is milking the fuck out of that right now. I also now.
1: just saw him tweet to, earlier today that he's trying to get another remix done with Dolly Parton and Megan The Stallion for the roll down road. That is a, a
2: hell of a combination. It's <laughs> a
1: weird one, right?
2: Uh, that might be one of the weirdest <laughs> combinations I've ever heard actually. <laughs> I bet it'll happen though. Oh, it definitely will happen, but I it's mean, just... I'm
1: ready to never hear that song again though.
2: To be perfectly I'm honest. trying to yeah, think it's like its course like hardcore. Just... <sighs> Keep getting your money, little nice. Oh yeah, Keep for sure. I'm I mean, I'm yeah, happy get for your money. money, yeah, for sure. You're right. Hell if yeah, it stays in the Ride truck, that whatever. cloud, young man. Ride that cloud. I'm with you on that. That's
1: true. I saw a Currency put out something. It was pretty funny. He goes, what if Lil Nas X is just fucking with us all? He just figured it out. He's like, he's probably not even gay. He just came out and said that. No, he, he really
2: it is. It would be genius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. But um, anyway, so yeah, back to this list. Apparently, there's a remix to Billie Eilish's Bad Guy out featuring Justin Bieber. I heard about that. I haven't listened to it, but people are saying that it's pretty
2: solid. I'll actually check that out. Probably the way out.
1: Um... Bon Iver, which is a band that I'm a big fan of, led by Justin Vernon, he's kind of the brains behind it. Also dropped two more tracks that I didn't even know about until just now. Which uh, one of them is called Faith and one of them is called Jelmore.
2: Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that Corn album in September. Corn has an album coming out. Yeah, buddy. Cool. September, uh, so like second was like September 15, 16, something like that.
1: This list is also saying that the Lion King soundtrack is good. I guess it's got songs from Beyonce on it. It's got songs from Childish Gambino on it. So We're both I'm in have the to, movie, I'm so to, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. I mean, <laughs> I have to peep it. Uh, That's Simba and Nala. Peep it when I get home. I'm actually really
2: excited to see the Lion King, I think that was
1: one of my favorite Disney movies when I was a kid. I'm not.
2: Oh, uh, however, did you see, I heard, speaking, just going on the topic of Disney movies, uh, guess what I heard will be the new live action when they do. Hmm. There's two. Uh, James and the Giant Peach. Oh my god, I love that movie! And That's I cool. heard that they like Tom Holland. Tom Holland is being eyed to play Milo in Atlantis remake. Really? Alan, yeah. Weird. I actually really want to see an Atlantis bro like, live action movie. I'm It'd all about sick.
1: a li- live action James and the Giant Peach. I I love. It was
2: already half live Giant action Giant in the first was. place. Animation one.
1: Yeah. I love that movie, and I was a kid. It's super trippy, and then also. I was just a huge fan of Roald Dahl books when I was a kid. Like Roald Dahl just made like The Twits and James and the Giant Peach and all these sweet like interesting, very weird little short stories when we were kids.
2: Yeah. And kind of like the Tim Burton. Did Tim yeah, Burton actually Did Tim Burton do James and the Giant Peach? I think he did, yeah. He okay, did, that that explains that. it. I'm like all right. I'm pretty actually, sure you I'm going yeah, look that up. Curious I'm curious now, 'cause cuz that seems like a Tim Burton like style. Yeah. Yeah, I like um
1: and I also, I guess I forgot I almost forgot about this, too. And in, like, fourth grade, our class did, like, a, a play of James and the Giant Peach, and I played the grasshopper. <laughs> so that shit was funny, too. But, um, oh, that sounds cool, though. I'm excited for that. Let's see. Was there anything Tim else? Tim Burton
2: was a producer on it. Oh, he was a producer on yeah. it. Okay. So um, that, that explains it. Was Johnny Depp in this movie? Because that's how you really know.
1: I started watching that Fantastic Beast movie with Johnny Di- Depp today, and I just got totally like bored and just
2: turned it off. And Tim Burton direct it too? Uh, no. I just know I whenever think. Tim Burton directs a movie, Johnny Depp's usually there. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's most likely always <laughs> in it. That is true. It's kind of like uh, DiCaprio and Scorsese. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, actually. Speaking of which, I came wait for that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie. Actually looks that really looks good. awesome, dude.
1: Yeah. That looks really good. That's got a lot of people in it, too. It's crazy.
2: I'm Including... um. Harley the Quinn. The late uh, Luke
1: Perry from 90210. Oh, yeah. He was before he died. Um, yeah, since we're talking about movies and shit now, there is some stuff I wanted to talk about in that uh, department. I just started watching this new show on Netflix, which at times can be kind of dumb, but I actually really enjoyed the show. It was called In the Dark. Um, it's about, like, centers around this blind girl. I think she's probably in her, like, late 20s or something in the show living in new york with uh, her best friend who kind of helps her get around and do all this stuff but um she gets mugged in an alleyway and this little boy tyson this young 17 year old kid who's uh, kind of a corner boy um corner boy saves her life he uh stops the mugging and like uh they become really close friends and it's the whole show is kind of based around him getting murdered and her trying to figure out what happened to him because it doesn't seem like the cops really give a shit um so it was a really good show man it was i think it was like well done the music was fucking great on it they had like some uh a couple songs there was one chick on there rose cousins it was like one of the final episodes um lock and key is the name of the song and it's like super emotional and i like i sent her a message on instagram about it and she got back to me she does not even a big following at all. Like she had like a few thousand followers on Instagram right. or whatever. But like I'm sure she probably will get more now because of the show or whatever. But yeah, In the Dark was really good. Um I've been trying to watch there's this weird ass show, dude, on fucking Amazon Prime. There's um, a lot of weird
2: ass shows out there. <laughs> there
1: really is. But this one, like it's got Miles Teller in it, who I'm a big fan of. My uh,
2: dude, I fucking love Miles Teller. Me too. I man. really hope he plays Elvis. That would be cool. Did you that heard you cool. heard about that, right? Uh, no, I haven't. So there. Oh yeah, I kind of. The Elvis Jesus biopic, in the running for that. Too, yeah, Jeezy, it? Harry Styles, Miles Teller, and there's some other guy too. Yeah. I forgot. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah. I just got. I we, we digress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller's in this new show, right? And it's um, it's done by the same guy who did Drive. You remember the movie of Ryan Gosling? Yeah, yeah, yeah weird ass yeah. movie. Yeah, I remember that. And it's just like that, dude. There's so many scenes where there's like no talking. It's like real, like. I don't know, it's like a real artsy kind of fucking show, but sometimes it's just like hard to watch because there's like so little talking and so much weirdness. But I don't know. I'm trying to get into it. It's called Too Old to Die Young is the name of the show. It's a mini series, so I think it's only young. one series or one one season, but um, yeah, I don't know. That was one of them that I was watching. Um, is there any ones that you're checking out right now on Netflix
2: or any of that? There is a new game show I just saw on Netflix called Awake what's that about oh, oh man I yeah yeah that. so what they do like the contestants stay up 24 yeah Lindsay and i just started watching it the con- t- ah, contestants stay up 24 hours right mm-hmm. counting quarters and it's just a fuck ton of quarters it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of quarters mm-hmm. and then you get on stage and then it was like you know like that's how audience and shit is you have like these tasks to it, like uh test uh hand eye coordination, dexterity, things like that, you know, things that you're you're gonna be mentally like fatigued at. Mm-hmm. and it's just it, I guess the winner gets a million dollars. Dude that sounds kinda it, sweet. It's amazing. I do I love that show. Yeah. Oh I also I want just, to save uh, you guys some started. time. No oh, go ahead. No, I just started. I I forgot the I forgot the host's name. I feel like the host has been in a couple things, but okay yeah it's uh it's a pretty good show. Well I wanted to save your guys' time out there.
1: Um if you're thinking about watching the movie Point Blank on Netflix, it's brand new on there. Don't waste your time. Yep. It is fucking terrible. <laughs> it
2: was like I had to shut it Here's off. Here's the thing: I always take so Neil's opinions <laughs> with a grain of salt. That's true, but it's brutal. Really so bad, bro. so it form was your like, own opinion on that one.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it's so hit or miss though when you watch a movie on Netflix because you know you're gonna watch it because like as soon as they put something new on there, you're like, all right, sweet. I haven't seen anything new on here in a minute, and you click on it, and it's got like uh, the two main characters in it or the um, the dude we were just talking, fighting about last week, that was on Black Mirror and Marvel Avengers. Do you remember his name?
2: Black. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anthony Mackie is the main character in it. And then the dude from the most recent couple uh, Purge movies. You know the guy with like kind of like the. Is shades? that
2: that's Crossbones? What's his name? That's Crossbones from uh from Avengers. He was in the Avengers too. Yeah, Cross. He was Crossbones. I
1: don't remember who Crossbones is. Enlighten me or pull it up. I can't remember crossbones that's funny if they're both in I guarantee
2: it's the same person it's cross what's the name uh what's his oh uh Frank Giller- yeah, Guerrillo. Frank yeah. Yeah, yeah that is him it's crossbones <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: crazy yeah so I guess two of the Avengers are both in this <laughs> so no, he was a villain but yeah <laughs> yeah this movie's just super, super silly dude like I don't know it's just very unrealistic I mean it's it's got a lot of action in it but it's just like so unrealistic <laughs> like he basically like it's about him getting shot, and Anthony Mackey works at the hospital. He gets shot at. Well, he's also like a criminal, so he can't be staying at the hospital. So he he makes, um, his brother makes Anthony Mackey's character sneak him out of the hospital. Well, this dude's like in a coma, right, from a gunshot wound, oh. and they basically just wake him up with the adrenaline shit, and then he's like, fine. It's like he's just like the movie kinda, Crank. Like the movie Crank. Kind of, dude. <laughs> it's like just totally ridiculous. But um, I don't know. Make your own decision if you feel like watching it, but I'm telling you, I didn't think it was very good. But movies that are probably pretty good on here that I saw a little list of that uh, I thought was worth mentioning is um, this list that Bustle put out that says 14 kids' movies on Netflix that are entertaining enough for adults to enjoy, too. Um, and I have it And the... Number one on there is the reason I actually trusted this list because coco is number one and i loved that movie (laughs) coco is a pixar movie about the little boy um wanted to be a musician and it talks it's about like dia de los muertes um, the day of the dead the day of the dead which is really good uh number two on here is mulan number three is Coraline. uh number four is a wrinkle in time that's that oprah winfrey movie i never saw that you know what i might watch that
2: you know um I heard bad things about that movie. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched it myself. You know, I guess she got a really funny story about that movie. Huh. I was in LA the day they were doing the uh, red carpet review. Mm-hmm. I was maybe two hundred yards away from Chris Pine.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I actually got
2: to see him like walking the red carpet. Like, holy
1: shit! Was he just there seeing the movie, or is he in it? He's in the movie. <laughs> he in the movie. He's, in the movie? He's in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, yeah, and then it has Balto on here, which is damn. That's an old one. That's from nineteen ninety five. Um, the Incredibles two. Uh, Mowgli I watched Mowgli I actually did kind of like Mowgli That I, was like the I under, do have a movie
2: Mowgli recommendation Okay what, I, what you got So uh, How many of you guys Like Game of Thrones Only Neil can answer this Because we're live Yep I do <laughs> I do I did I guess, So I Maisie Williams Is actually in a Netflix movie Called Then came you did you watch this? No, when I d-
1: didn't watch it yet. I just saw it. Oh,
2: man. It's actually really good. So she plays a cancer patient, right? Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's actually two. I think, what's the term for like somebody who thinks they're dying or not? Is that hypochondriac? Mm-hmm. Is that it? I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I thought it's that's what it was. Hypochondriac
1: is when you, like, like, always think that you have some kind of, like, ailment or illness. That's it. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, yeah, he is a hypochondriac because he always thinks he's sick or dying or something mm-hmm. like that. That's the one guy. And then you got Maisie Williams, who actually has cancer and actually is dying, and, she, you know, she could give a fuck less about anything. <laughs> so they meet, actually, in a uh, support group uh-huh. because, he, you know, one thinks he's sick and one's actually sick, and she's kind of for- And he's kind of forced to go. They be kind of become best friends and, like, uh, kind of... He, she kind of gets him out of shell type thing like that. It's actually a really funny movie. It was actually really sad too.
1: Huh. Yeah. I, I, I'll I highly recommend it. I didn't know that I, it was about.
2: Dude, I fucking love, I fucking love Arya Stark. So yeah. That yeah, me out. too. I like her as an actress as yeah. well. So Maisie Williams forgot, you know, I got to drop the real name, but yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. There was uh, a couple more on this list that I hadn't seen, um, Let's see. Oh, Solo was on there. I didn't think Solo was up. Well, actually, you know what? Solo got a bad rap. Not a fan I think of it. Solo was better than people said it I was. wasn't a fan. I wasn't. I didn't <laughs> like another
2: it. Another Gate of the Throne was alumni. Amelia Clark.
1: Oh, that's right. I yeah, she was in there. Yeah. You're right. Um, I didn't think the movie was terrible, but I just thought the dude that played Han Solo wasn't very good. I think Childers Gambino kind of saved it.
2: Uh, mm, he was alright, man. Don't they, I, I didn't him. hate him. I didn't hate him at all. Actually, I liked. I you keep no. Fuck it. I like him as Lando. Yeah, I, I, I take that back. I do like him as Lando. I think that they're supposed to be
1: making. I just uh, wasn't a fan of the movie. Of the movie. Lando with him. Oh, they they, yeah. they
2: they killed that and they killed the uh, the Boba Fett, the, J- the Jango Fett one too. They should have kept the fucking Boba Fett one. That would have been sick. No, was, yeah, not Django Fett. Boba Fett. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. That's the son, that's the, that's the, the more famous one. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, actually yeah. killed that because of the Solo movie. Uh, yeah.
1: I didn't know that. That sucks. Well, oh well. Star Wars does need to pump the brakes a little bit. They've been doing a little- Hey, we
2: they got there. one more left, all right? to prequels and shit start true. happening. That's That's true.
1: And then uh, the last thing I saw on here that had anything to do with- um, <laughs> movies and shit was an article that vice put out that said the game of thrones cast was upset about how much everyone hated the finale
2: (laughs) we were upset about how much we hated the finale too (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) so i'll just read this a little bit it says there was so much hype leading up to the finale season of game of thrones that it was probably doomed to disappoint at least a few people regardless of who wound up on the iron throne but even more Reasonable expectations, uh, season eight would have been a disappointment. Sure, there were more than a few brilliant moments, A night to Save the Seven Kingdom was one of the best episodes of the series, and Peter Dinklage's masterclass in acting elevated even the weaker scenes. But ultimately, they were too few and far between to save the season. The whole thing felt rushed and overstuffed, racing through narrative beats like an adaptation of a Wikipedia synopsis (laughs) before it came to its disappointing conclusion. Blah, 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 fans were all upset. And now Game of Thrones star Nikolai, co-star Waldo, I think that's how he pronounced his name. He's the one that played Jamie Stark. Okay. Um, has come forward to stand up for Ben Off and Weiss and remain, or remind all the angry fans that the entire cast and crew worked their asses off to make the show. Everyone should seriously chill out. <laughs> Huffington Post reports that he says. says, for anyone to imagine or think that the two creators of the show are not the most passionate and greatest the most invested of all and to for a second think that they didn't spend the last 10 years thinking about how they were going to end it is kind of silly uh is what waldo said during an interview um at comic-con about game of thrones last weekend and also know that they too read the comments and it is even though you sit on your own and go fucking fucking stupid writers assholes they really like everyone on game of thrones every single person and there are thousands. We worked our asses off to make the best show we could for its ending. So,
2: yeah, so Jamie Lannister's not too happy. <laughs>
1: he goes on too and he,
2: he talks about. He, was, he said Jamie Stark or Jamie Lannister? Jamie Lannister. I'm thinking either, was it Rob Stark or Jamie Lannister? Which one yeah. are you talking <laughs> did about? Did I say I'm Jamie like, Stark? He said Jamie Stark? <laughs> Jamie I'm like, that Lannister, is way two different things, bro. <laughs> Jamie My Lannister. My fucking nerd I'm sorry. senses got pissed off on that one. <laughs> oh, I did see Spider Man Far From Home. Ooh, by the way. yeah, how was I that? I did see that. Underwhelming. <laughs> Actually, it was it was alright I mean, I like Homecoming better Is it still with it sets. Um, it, oh my god, dude It sets up Phase 4 so sick though Yeah At the ending, sets up I can't even talk about is it Is it still the same Spider-Man? Tom Holland? Absolutely Tom, Holland. Tom Holland's yeah. gonna be Peter Parker for a minute Okay
1: yeah. I wasn't sure what, were, what their plans were for that If they were gonna keep doing like Um if they're gonna keep having him, because they usually change it every three movies or whatever.
2: No, that's because of the whole Fox shit. But you know, mm-hmm. Marvel owns it now, so they're keeping the same guy. So they actually like yeah. Tom Holland. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not. Yeah, you're right. Disney <laughs> owns it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But no, yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man, bro. I think so too. I think Toby Maguire was annoying as
1: shit. I like the first, um, the second Spider-Man is actually my favorite one of them all. The one with Doctor Octagon. I think that's my favorite one, but. Um, I, I hated the ones with. Uh, I liked
2: Andrew Garfield. I hated. The I Andrew liked Garfield. the second one. I liked the Gwen Stacy one.
1: Was that the one that had Dennis Leary in it?
2: No. Well, that was the one that had Emma Stone in it. Yeah when Gwen Stacy yeah Because I wanted her to be Spider-Gwen I thought they were going to set that up And then mm. they didn't They went with another story
1: Yeah Spider-Man's definitely not my favorite Of the Marvel comic book heroes He's always kind
2: of a little bitch to me You already know my favorite <laughs> I don't even got to say my favorite It's on my fucking car
1: <laughs> Oh yeah Deadpool for sure Actually Deadpool was on TV the other day So I sat down and watched it For the first time in a while
2: um, Speaking of Deadpool Did you hear uh, Tom Holland You know Jake Hall was in the new movie right In the new uh, Far- In the Far From Home Spider-Man Like the new one that just came out he was, oh, a new, yes. he was he was Mysterio, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So they did it. Him and Tom Holland, they went on a press run and did a bunch of interviews and stuff like that. One of the interviews, him and Jake Gyllenhaal were sitting down. And he goes, "Oh, how do you feel about working with Jake Gyllenhaal?" Tom Holland goes, "I hate J- J- I hate J- ah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Honestly, <laughs> in fact, I wish we had Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> in
1: fact, I wish we had Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's super funny. <laughs> I like that." Well, shit, man, I think that's all I had uh, to discuss this week before we get to the final song. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we go? Mm, No. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you guys listening, as always. That was episode 44, and like I said earlier in the podcast, I wanted to end this with um, a little bit of Big Crit's new album, and this is the song called Addiction. Um, hey, at-
2: make sure to send us a follow on the uh, Instagram page. It'll be at beats underscore and underscore Bruise, as well as our Twitter page. Was it at BB and POV? Yep. Uh, and for those listening in who want to be interested in being on a podcast, we're, uh, make sure you can email us at beatsandbrewsofficial at gmail.com. That is beatsandbrewsofficial at gmail.com. Good call. We haven't shouted out the. We uh, have not shouted out anything <laughs> in a long time, that's
1: and cool I decided we
2: now? should probably do that. Yeah, we definitely should. That's a good call for sure.
1: But um, yeah, so without any further ado, here's Addiction featuring Lil Wayne and Sweetie off Big Crit's new album that just dropped last Friday called Crit Is Here. Um, I, this is just a super fun track, so here you go. Thanks for listening. Peace. Hold on. Dive in. This
0: should feel like water. Dive in. Dive in this should feel like water. Dive. Dive in, this shit feel like water Total Dive in, this shit feel like water Addiction 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 High tide, catch a wave if you wanna, she say. Underwater with no scuba, you a goner, she say. I'ma swim through that shit, show a fiend in that bitch. i am a shark in the ocean if she give me the faith. Drip, drip, wet, 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 all on the float. Lost the ride with the high, pull gimme some more. Waterfall with the splash bungee, jump from a flight. That shit was on oh so right, I had to dive in twice. Ain't no safety belt, no. ain't no jacket for the living, ain't no safety nah. No. She was busting out the pyramid, all the pressure in it. It'll never be the same if I ever hit it. Olympic gold, I'm a better swimmer. Yo, hitting a stroke at different angles. Damn, so much the way she had the chain clothes. Whoa, all of the water, what you drank for? Damn, so much water, I can spank Told her, dive in, this shit feel like water. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Told her, dive in, this shit feel like water. Ooh. Addiction. Ooh. Addiction.
3: Yeah boy, all aboard. said feel like water. I'ma be her water boy, Betty yeah her Aquaman. Let me put my goggles on. I'ma go underwater. Let me get my snorkel on. She say sprinkle me, sprinkle me. She say finger me, finger me. She say tell me what you think of me. I say let me think, let me think. She asked me why's my drinks so pink. I say lean on me, lean on me. Mix the like creatine. I'm her addiction to shipping. Liquid lounge on my neck. Trip crash, whiplash. She got that split splash. Water slap six flags. Hose pipe on site. Hose pipe on set. She got that wet wet. And i am a threat threat threat. Listen to. We lit it, critics say here in the bitty He with a baddest Brazilian, I'm with a baddest from Britain She know some baddest that's about it, they know some baddest that's with it and I'm about to dive up a mountain, I'm about to land
0: in my river, she said Dive in, this shit feel like water She said Dive in, this shit feel like water Dive in, this shit feel like water She said Dive in, this shit feel like water said, Addiction